Good day. My name is Kino Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. I believe it is possible for people of faith to reach financial independence. This is Godliness with Contentment podcast episode 3-0. So I hope you guys are doing good today. Last week, I mentioned that one thing that financial independence means for me is being work optional, right? Having the ability that I'll work because I want to work, not I need, I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. But one of the other things that financial independence means for me, and we're not there yet, but we're heading in that direction, is that we love to travel. My wife and I, we love to travel and we want to get to travel more without having to put in paperwork for vacation and wait for someone to approve it. So, for example, last year in November, we, uh, we went on a trip to London in the UK. And at one point, we were not sure that she was going to make it because her boss hadn't agreed to the time off. It was risky. Ticket purchased already if I remember correctly. But we don't want to be in that situation. We want to get to travel, meet new people, and while we're there, give to others and and serve them in other islands and countries and that kind of thing. But one of the things that will stop people, me, you, others, from traveling or from reaching financial independence is... The fact that we are living paycheck to paycheck. Now, as per Lending Club, this is a U.S. pair-to-pair lending company, they say that nearly three-quarters or about 73% of adults between the ages of 27 and 42 are living paycheck to paycheck in the United States. Lending Club's financial health officer says that the oldest millennials are in their 40s now and often managing expenses for not just their kids, but also aging parents. It is no wonder, she continues, that almost three-quarters of them are living paycheck to paycheck. A growing number in this group, also referred to as the sandwich generation, must financially support both their aging parents and their children. Now, normally a sandwich sounds pretty good, roast beef, meatball, but a sandwich constructed with you in the middle and money going out above and below does not sound good, right, the first time you hear that. However, I do respect the fact that though this generation sounds like they are, um, you know, having a tough time, they're doing something good. They're taking care of their parents, And you have to respect that. My mother, she passed about 12 years now. And if I could have her back and the opportunity to take care of her, I'd jump at it. And I just want to give a special uh, prayer for those who have lost a mother. Because I know how tough that is. And so I can't come down on anybody in this situation with children and parents because I would love to be in that situation. And it's rough to live paycheck to paycheck. 
But I think the part that we need to be grateful for is that these guys have their children and their parents. That's sweet. We need to find a way to make it work. But God has blessed you to be in the sandwich. Ephesians 6, 1-3 reads, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. So we are to obey our parents, but also to honor them, which goes deeper. When we honor, we look out for their best interest. We take care of them when they can't take care of themselves. And whether they ask us to or not. And I understand that some of us have had bad experiences with parents. That's unfortunate. And God would have it that we forgive. And I know that's tough at times. The promise in the scripture is that life will go well with us when we honor our folks. Not that we do it so life will go well, but we do it because God says so. And then he is the one who makes life go well. And then we have the little ones. And for me, it was only recently, when I say recently, I mean like a few years ago, that I started to think uh, more clearly about my children when it comes to money. I used to think that they would take care of me when I got old. And maybe they will, but I should have been thinking the way the Bible says it, right? For example, in Proverbs 13 and 22, it says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his grandchildren. So that's his children's children. I was far from being a good man. I wanted them to take care of me, right? That was, that was my thought process. I wasn't thinking about leaving them an inheritance. But I've decided to do this. Why? That's what the Bible says. You may be thinking, them weightless children? Well, hopefully that's not the case with your children, right? Mine are not worthless. But that's on us, right? We're supposed to train them in the way they should go. And we need to do a good job at that. If we do, then they won't kick us in our hips when we get old. An interesting note, is that Proverbs 22 and 6 talks about training up the child in the way that you know he or she should go. And then it goes on to verse 7, right? So Proverbs 22 and 7, which says that the borrower is slave to the lender. That's interesting. It's so close. In my mind, it's too close to be coincidental. So one of the things that I need to be training my children with and I've already started this, is that the way that they think about debt, right? That they're not intending to rack up tons of debt to be a slave to the bank and the credit card companies and that kind of a thing. And the truth is, that's how a lot of us get in this paycheck-to-paycheck situation in the first place. We owe Visa, MasterCard, we owe the bank, whether it's a car loan or furniture or, you know, you name it, not necessarily, not necessarily talking about the mortgage in this, you know, 
in these kind of uh, debts that I'm talking about now, a mortgage is a separate situation, right? And then we owe our cousin. And we're doing our best, most of us, to pay back responsibly. But then we have no margin to do anything else. So we end up being paycheck to paycheck. Now, like I said, I respect the sandwich guys because they're taking care of their children and their parents. But I also want them to think, and if that's you, you, to find a way to get some margin so you can pay off the debt faster. And then you can use that margin for the things that you want to do in life. You can enjoy some of the hard-earned money. When you're living a paycheck to paycheck, you can't enjoy. Not for the responsible ones, right? There's some of us who are flipping with money and you know, spend more than we make and all kind of foolishness. No, I'm not talking about that. We need to be responsible with the money. And then God's going to give us margin where we can save, right, for later, for retirement, for our children, etc. But then also we can give and then also we can enjoy some of the money that we work so hard for. But we need to remember, spend less than we make. But then also, and I think this is key, I talked about it before, and I'm going to talk about it again. We need to find that job or that business that we have the exact skills for, right? And hopefully something that we're going to enjoy. That's going to help you, help us to increase our take-home pay. That business is going to flourish. That job, we're going to do our best on it. And all of this is because God has blessed us with those skills, right? But also because we're praying for his guidance on the job in that business. Now, all of this talking about sandwiches got me thinking about roast beef for a nice big burger. You know, I like burgers with bacon and onions and mushrooms and that kind of stuff. But let me stop before I get into uh, <laughs> into any trouble there or cause you to go and buy a big burger when you can't afford it. But also, the reason why I'm saying let me not let me stop there is because in April, because uh, this is, I'm recording May 1st. In April, I lost 17.5 pounds. I, my goal was 20 pounds, so I'm like 2.5 pounds off my mark. But... I'm encouraged, and I plan to keep pushing, and I want to make up the difference in May. So I want to do 22.5 in May. And so I ask you to send up a prayer for me um, that I hit that goal and I stay away from that big burger. But that's all I have for you today. I hope you join me for my next episode along with your friends and family. Please let others know how to find the podcast and get the help they need as well. Tell them to look for Godliness with Contentment wherever they listen to good podcasts. This is Keen O'Hana signing off. Check you later.